At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. And today I have somebody, I'm just like in love with this woman. She's such a great woman. Her name is Karina Karen, and she's a trauma survivor turned certified trauma coach. Don't you love that? When somebody takes something that was was supposed to destroy them and turn it into their victory. I love that. So she is a motivational speaker. She's a leader. She's a business owner of Karina Karen CPTSD, which I want you to explain that to us, uh, Karina, in a second, and trauma coaching. And she helps these heroes desensitize unwanted emotions and sensations from, I love this, distressing trauma uh, traumatic memory. So you're like basically showing them how to separate themselves from that trauma to like overcome and build themselves. How are you? Thank you for being here. I am good. Hello. Hello. It's great to be here, Nina. It's great to be here. So yeah, it's, um, it's been quite the journey. It's been quite the journey. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with, with your audience today. So, I'm, excited. Yeah, let's, I'm let's excited. do this. I'm excited. Yes, let's do this because I, you know, I started the show, like I said, I think it was like 2018. I started it with just me, just a monologue, talking about my life, my story, things that have helped me overcome. And then as I, you know, the show started like growing, I kind of stopped it because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Within the last two years, I'm like, you know what? I think that my story doesn't belong to me anymore. My story now belongs to others to inspire and build them up. And that's what got me on this journey with, which got you here today, which is I want to talk to people who have overcome, but then use that, right? To yeah. really impact the life of someone else. Because at the end of the day, Karina, we have to be impacting people's lives. I think that's the only way to move forward in our life, right? So yeah. before we get into all the nitty gritties, I do want to know, though, a little bit more about you. So tell us who you are, Karina. Okay, so I basically see myself as a really powerful human being. That's how I see myself. That's awesome. And it will make sense why I say that. And I'll say that really respectfully, really humbly as well. Um, I basically, I'm 44 years old, female, uh, live by the coast, 
And yeah, my 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 life has been like different type of industries I've worked in, health and fitness, some personal training, MMA fitness as well, a bit of cage fighting. I love a bit wow. of fighting. I don't look like it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I went into a financial Fortune 500 company, worked there for like nine years, sudden redundancy last year, made a decision to go on this journey. This journey, what is this journey? To right. actually figure out who I am or go into a little bit more. I went into a really deep therapy kind of recovery kind of journey that I went on. And then I decided actually coaching is a thing that I love, but I wanted to take it to the next level because I was already doing it in the fortune company, but there was something missing. The mm. thing that I was missing was myself. I needed to show up. I needed to know who I was and then take that to the next level. So that's a little synopsis of who I am. I was adopted. So I've got like a really, you know, great influence, um, you know, UK based and also, my adoptive family are Guyanese, so the food is great. The music's great, great as well. That's <laughs> awesome. That's a little bit about me. So at the moment, I'm working as a coach, CPSD, a trauma coach, specifically in the area that you mentioned earlier. Um, but I am doing motivational talks as well, based on my mm. story, but also whatever the workforce needs. So sometimes it's just kind of tapping into what's missing and just kind of reconnecting the mindset or taking away, you know, the clutter from the mind. Right. So, yeah, I know you know that stuff. <laughs> no, that's, that's really amazing. You know what? I do want you to touch a little bit on uh, what is CPTSD, for those who don't know. What is CPTSD? Absolutely. So it's complex post-traumatic stress disorder. So you may hear the term PTSD. Mm -hmm. That's post-traumatic stress disorder. And then CPTSD, that's com is the complex added to it. So mm -hmm. the main difference, usually I say it's, it's one event with PTSD. It can be more than one event, but it, it means that the events could be separated. They're not specifically okay. overlapping. Um, so, and it's usually, you know, connected to someone at, at war, but PTSD is not specific to, to veterans or, you know, people that have worked in the military and so forth. Right. It, it can be an impact, um, an impact kind of injury, like a car crash, something like that. That could be PTSD or you see something traumatic that could be PTSD. So with the complex side, it's where the traumatic event is happening, but the individual is, is in in that situation again and again, they're unable to get away okay. from it. Okay. That makes it complex because usually the per the people or the person that's affecting them tends to be a family member. It's usually the case, or it's someone that's intruding into their personal space. Like, you know, if you're a child in a children's home and that person of authority is not being the person of authority, you know, they're breaking all the rules. So that would be the complex post-traumatic stress. Oh, phenomenon. got it. Yeah. No, I didn't even know that. You just educated me. I, I didn't know that. Um, I always just thought about only of PTSD, right? I mean, I was yeah. molested as a child and things like that. And, um, you know, and I have a lot of like traumatic things that have happened in my life that I kind of understood because I couldn't get away from my stepfather, right? I, I couldn't get away from him. Mm -hmm. So I could see why you, you know, why the complex was added to it. I just never mm -hmm. knew about that. I never knew that. Yeah. So that's, that's a great educational tip. Thank you so much for that. I, so, have another, I, never, I have another thing to say as well. Yeah, It's called disorder. I don't agree with that term. I don't right. agree with it because the way we react to trauma is not a disorder at all. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. that, you know, that's really important for listeners to understand. Okay, because we our body's reacting in the way it should react. Right. Just like if we saw a tiger and it's coming towards us, you know, we're gonna do, we're gonna have the reactions. It's the same thing, you know. If someone's 
going to abuse you or making you feel uncomfortable or hurting a mother or a father or a child being kicked or bullied or whatever it can be, mm. of course you're going to react the way you're reacting. But then if you can't react in that moment in time, you're unable to process it. It gets stuck. That's when we hear that getting stuck. And then years later, you tend to be able to find your voice and then, you know, get go into recovery and it's seen as a disorder. I don't agree with that. It's not a disorder. Right. Wow. That's a beautiful <laughs> way to talk about it. No, really, because you're right. I think what, what was a disorder, if you will, was the events, the way the events happened, yeah. they shouldn't have happened. That in itself is the disorder, not yes. what you're reacting to is what you're saying. I love that. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. I love that so much. <laughs> I love that so much. Because it, it, you know, it takes away that stigma that people already feel, right? Like yeah. now you feel like you're the disorder or what you have is the disorder. That is such so, so beautiful, Karina, because I know that for me, for many, many years, I you know dealt with depression and anxiety and all of that. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it's what you said though. It was stuck in me, right? Yeah. I, I didn't know yeah. how to process this. I felt like shameful about what was happened, what happened to me, mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. And so, um, the PTSD or when my, my, uh, when my therapist said you might have some PTSD from the things that have happened to you, it almost gives you permission to stay in a victim mentality, mm -hmm. right? Because now, because you have the disorder. I mean, that is just, and you just like, really like a light bulb just came off for me. I love the way you said that. Thank you. That no. is going to be your, your, like your definite, your uh, defining factor with what yeah. everybody else is teaching. Yeah. That is, yeah. Because th that is, that's like your niche, if you will, yeah. because you're going to yeah, yeah. teach people that they're not the disorder. I love that. Yeah. Thank that's one of that. Oh, you are so welcome. That's literally one wow. of the first things I, when I speak to someone, even just a, like, you know, discovery call, just have a casual conversation. I let them know that if they just take that away with them, I've done my job. Like I've done what I need to yes. do. The other thing you mentioned there, um, was uh, the victim. So that's going to be something I'll definitely talk about in a bit because, yes, we are a victim for a certain amount of time. We yes. are definitely a freaking victim. But, sorry about <laughs> but yeah, that. Ahead. But we turn into the hero. I always say we turn into a hero. If we're still here because those that done what they did, there's no way they'd still be here if it happened to them. Or if it happened to them, they probably doing the doing the behavior. They've got the right. disorder. Yeah. Is it their fault? Probably not, but they're an adult and they know right from wrong. That's where it comes into it. it, comes into right. it. And if right. some, you're hiding something, that's a behavior you know you shouldn't be doing, therefore it is a disorder because you know you're not, you're yeah. not supposed to be doing it. But it's, you know, the kind of victim mentality, um, it's okay to be in that until you, until you find the help and you get the guidance to take you out of that because we just don't know how to. Right. That we do come out of it because you don't want to be lying on your deathbed and you look back and you're still feeling bad about what's happened to you because it didn't process. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So we need to yeah, go, go to our deathbed knowing that we are heroes. We're heroes within our souls and we feel good and our energy can go back into the universe in a good way rather than bad energy constantly coming back in when the bad ones die. <laughs> so. mm -hmm. No, that's, that's really powerful. And I just want to touch on that for a second because you're right. I think one of the things that happened to me when I started to get into the personal development space is I said to myself, do I want to be on my deathbed still going through this? Mm -hmm. I don't was the answer. I don't. Right. But I know of a family member who is, uh, has Alzheimer's mm -hmm. and she never got over it. Like she always was, mm -hmm. um, 
hurting over it and never wanted to get the therapy and the help that she needed. Right. So now that she has Alzheimer's, it comes out now because she can't, will, yeah. because she can't process it. Right. So she, mm -hmm. she doesn't understand. But the thing is though, Karina, so I say all that to say that what you're saying is super important because I think we need to understand that we do have mm -hmm. moments of our lives where we are a victim, right? This is things that happen to us. That's what victim means. Yeah. But yeah. Um, there is something that has to change if you know that that's happened to you like if you know that that's causing that that's why you're here to give them this, <laughs> them this yeah. knowledge right so yeah. you ladies out there or men or whoever you better be listening because she's talking and she's dropping knowledge on you guys so, <laughs> all right Karina I want to like take us back a little bit if you don't mind and yeah, and sure. just like kind of tell me why like why why did you get into this what happened in your life that you said, okay, this was horrible and I need to process this? What what was that for you? Yeah, so I will I will touch in onto the story and I'll just let you know your, the audience understand that this is there's, you know, I'm gonna be touching on quite high trauma. It's really important to understand that. So, you know, you're gonna be listening to this. If you, you know, you become overwhelmed when you're watching it or listening to it, then just pause, make sure you're okay first, take a breath, regulate, be okay, that. know you're safe. Mm -hmm then continue listening and, and watching because at the end of it, there's a really powerful message and right. that's quite important. But the reason why I, the reason why I'm here now is I've always be been determined as a child to be someone that's, that's been the whole thing. Like mm -hmm. I came from a background of like my biological mother um, had severe mental illness that was not discovered or uncovered at the time it needed to. So when she married my father, it was meant to be an agreement for him to come into the country and she should have got paid, she didn't get paid and she got pregnant with me. They were not ready to be parents. And I'll say that really respectfully. Anytime I say, I say it respectfully to my father, they weren't ready to be parents, but they were. And they weren't able to manage that because their lifestyle was a certain way. Then all of a sudden they had a responsibility. Right. So it was super tough. Now. The, the mental illness from my biological mum was really, really high level, and I got the impact of it. So, you know, I was born within a few days of, of being born. I was taken in, into care straight away. So, care's like um, like a, a, a space, you know, with with professionals to look after children if there's trauma going on at home or abuse and so forth. So there was physical abuse happening. I got beaten up as a free free day old child. Oh, like when I read that, it actually broke my heart. And then 13 days like later, day 13, it was like again really you know severe concerns, bruising on my body. Um, but I, I yeah, I just kept going back to the abuse. I kept going back mm -hmm. to it. Um, I was left at home a, a lot, uh, you know, without like tied to a table, locked into a wardrobe, locked under the bed. Um, it was really severely traumatic. Uh, she would like, my biological mother would burn me um, or just inflict pain, <clears throat> like pinching, um, but then say that I was being silly. Like, why are you being so silly? And then she would hug me and like, kind of, you know, make me feel better. Mm -hmm. So when you're that young, like uh, under the age of three, you don't know anything. You, it's just, you go through patterns and you learn pattern behaviors, right? So if it, it's meant to be good pattern behaviors and then you, you know, you begin to grow up and your brain is changing. But my brain was reducing. I don't know if, if anyone knows about trauma. Like when you're getting impact of trauma as a child, your brain shrinks. It doesn't grow. Oh, wow. I think my brain's pretty hydrated now, though, I tell you. 
I think so too. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, in and out of um constantly in and out of care. My brother's two years younger than me when he was born, she would leave me at home to look after him. My dad didn't do anything to me, he was just absent. He was just at work right. and just going out with, with his friends. So he's just absent. Um and yeah, so we went into a children's home like properly to, to safeguard us. And then I was at the age of three, I was uh, sexually abused in the children's home. And yeah, that's um, not something I can really go into because it was way too, you know, I haven't quite processed it yet. So I'm no, like no, working no on that. Yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, um, that was quite devastating for me because it was happening to other girls. It was uh, an all girls children's home. It was happening to girls um and there was nothing we could do about it it was just this horrible feeling when I go to bed like you never know what's going to happen next so can I pause you there for a second yeah. so is that where where you would say the CPTSD would come in yeah absolutely okay okay yeah. mm -hmm. so the CPTSD was already there with just the biological right uh, because you couldn't get out of it right I'm just trying to have it, my yeah. audience understand absolutely. the PTSD. Yeah, it, absolutely. I'll definitely recap it after to make it make yeah. sense as well. Um, so, you know, that happened in the children's home. And then there was an adopted adopted family that we, me and my brother went to. But this family was like the best impact that I could have had in my life. So that was just after the age of three. Um, went, went to there. And they basically lived on a seaside resort. <laughs> so it was like fun fair. It was like, you know, right. yeah, it was all rides and the popcorn and candy floss and stuff so we were suddenly in this dream world but that gave me the power as a child to really dream big I started believing I'm gonna have a mum I'm gonna have a mum one day and I really believed that I created like a mum I didn't know how she looked but she was mum was gonna come mum was gonna come and save me I always believed it and that's what happened <laughs> my, my dad remarried and yeah, my mum came over from Guyana. It must have been quite the shock for her um, from that culture to the UK and then have two children straight away. That's like, you know, six and four years old. At the same time, my biological mother um, had another child. Mm. So I was going to visit the child, you know, sorry, I was going to visit my brother who I absolutely loved. And yeah, it was, uh, it was what, what I'm going to say next is quite traumatic, but um, I really loved my brother. His name is Yusuf. Um, I loved him so much and I had that connection, that really deep connection. And I was so proud. I just had brothers everywhere. Right. <laughs> my my, my stepmom, who I call my mum, also had a child at that time. So I just had three brothers. I couldn't be, you know, in a better place. Um, but yeah, my biological mother basically murdered my baby brother when he was nine months old. So yeah, I was absolutely devastated from that. Yeah, I'm sure. um, and it's kind of like when something like that happens when you're a child, if you don't get the right care that's needed, yeah, you go in yourself, right? Because mm -hmm. you can't go out. And I wasn't, I wasn't a problem child. I was a very quiet child in general. That was just me. I'm still like that, to be honest. <laughs> As an adult, I'm still quiet. Um, but I, um, yeah, I went through a stage, really severe depression from yeah. that tried to commit suicide at the age of 11. I'm so glad it didn't work out. And that's where I Thank found you. my connection with God. And I know ev not everyone believes in God and that's fine. You know, sometimes we all believe in different things. Right. But again, it's the power of belief. Again, I mentioned yeah. that because I forgave myself that day because I realized by doing that, I would have traumatized my mum that adopted us, but yeah. she done nothing wrong. And I knew that actually 
if I had lost my life that day, she would never have forgiven herself. She would have went through everything of how she could have changed that moment. Right. I'm, I was so grateful and so thankful to God that it didn't work out. Yeah, you know? yeah. At the same time, around that time, I was, you know, severely unwell. And then I'm going to bring everything together so it all makes sense as to why I'm saying the story fully. Um, I've got, I had uh, ulcerative colitis that then pushed mm. to Crohn's disease. So that's inflammation of the bowel, just to simplify it. Um, and, you know, that, that progressively got worse. So my mum, like, I felt so bad because she adopted me and then all these problems came with it. But she always said to me, it's not a problem, you know. I won't do the accent, but she was like, girl, it's not a problem. Oh, I love that. <laughs> she was like, you're my child. I love you. I didn't, you know, she's like, I, 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 I said yes because I love you and I want you. You're my daughter. I want you in my life. And anything else we can take care of. She was always compassionate, always softly spoken about it. Um, and just, you know, all the money that my dad was probably working was being spent for me to go to hospital. So I felt bad, but it was important because I needed that help. Yeah. Um, I then, you know, decided to revisit my biological mum. She served, she was meant to have life. She only served uh, seven years of that. And then that, that particular day I decided to go, you know, sometimes you do things in good faith and I still do things in good faith, despite of what happened, what I'm yeah. going to explain. Um, because I believe everyone is good and it's important to give people chances and opportunities. But if something doesn't feel right, make sure you go with backup. <laughs> that's that's yeah, yeah, yeah. not that's, that's, like. yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So I went to visit her, you know, just to see if she was remorseful in any way. She wasn't. Um, but yeah, basically I somehow I got very drowsy. Um, the implication is that probably some kind of drug, you know, used there. And yeah, it was uh, basically I was raped by her husband with her in the room telling him what to do. So mm -hmm. all of this stuff has been reported to the police. Um, but yeah, I thought I there's no way I'm going to be able to come back from that. There was no yeah, way. I'm sure. Yeah, that's hard. But somehow I did. Um, and that's the journey. So it, it was years later, um, you know, bowel disease got worse. I had my bowel removed at the age of like 23, 24. So I've got a stoma now, but I'm really good friends with it because <laughs> you have to be as part of you, right? right? But, um, you know, life just went on, you know, fell in love, didn't work out, fell in love, didn't work out. Now I'm with the person, of, you know, I see as my soulmate. Things just started happening. But it was two years ago when I decided to report everything. I decided to go on the journey to really heal myself two years ago. Yeah. And I went on that journey and I put my, I fully immersed myself in the therapy. I went into EMDR therapy, yeah. like literally fully immersed myself. Everything was about me getting myself stronger. And I've got a tagline where I say, I make me stronger. I literally made myself stronger every single day. I, everything the therapist said, I would come home and do absolutely everything and more, like 10 times more. He was even telling me to slow down because I just wanted to understand everything. Um, and then I was made redundant suddenly. And this was last year. And I thought, okay, it's my opportunity, which brings us back full circle. But it was my opportunity to actually do what I love and share my stories. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And actually impact people, even if it's one person at a time, that actually, yes, this crap happens, but we can heal from it. It's Mm -hmm. actually possible. I didn't think it was possible. I had severe anxieties. There was addiction included in that. I was just like in this horrible state every single day, like every single day. Mm -hmm. And I made that decision. Actually, this stops now because I've got this whole life ahead. I don't like wasting time, right? I actually don't like wasting time, but I was wasting my life because I didn't know how to not waste time because I didn't have like, you know, the recipe for it. So I needed therapy. So my brain was engaged in a different way. So different parts of my brain where it wasn't engaged because of the trauma was so, it was so um, trauma impacted. I needed the other part to get engaged where I could be curious again, where I could actually believe in things, you know, so basically the right side of the brain needed to be more engaged and done the therapy. I'm still doing it because there's still bits that I need to work on. And I started studying the EMDR. I started studying Good for you. lots of other parts, you know, that makes it all come together. Basically everything that worked for me, that was very powerful. I took those bits and I studied it <laughs> so that I could be really strong as a coach and also yeah. stand out and be different. So just pulling it all back in. That's that's a really, you know, extreme example of CBDSD. And it's not easy to say, yes, I'm going to step into that journey. It takes bravery to do that. Yes, it does. We all are actually brave. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've all got that bravery inside us. Mm -hmm. You just need to like, I always imagine it like look in the mirror and imagine your armor falling off of you. Yeah. Imagine that you're all you know, armoured up with your sword and everything like that. Actually, you do not need that anymore. And look in the mirror, allow the armour to fall off of you so you can see you. You can see the real you. That's real talk. That is is straight talk for real. You know, and there's a couple of things about you that I absolutely admire because, um, you know, you seem to me like someone and I don't, you know, I don't know you um, like a, like a best friend, but I know just from hearing yeah. your story and I've listened, you know, me and you have been in the same networking groups together and yeah. things. And I've always admired that about you. Like you have a tenacity about you. That's, that's innate, right? That's like in you because yeah. even through all of the, the trauma and all that, you, you also said you were like a cage fighter, and yeah. MMA fighter. <laughs> you know, that is a mindset of yeah. not being easily broken. Right. Yeah. So there's a determination in you. That's like in you. That's yeah. It's you. ingrained. You yeah. Right. It's yeah. Ingrained. 
I've just always had it like when I was recovering, I'll give an example, when I was recovering from um, a surgery, obviously I had loads of time because I had to learn to walk again. And um, I decided that's when I wanted to go into personal training. So I'd done all my studies while wow. I was in like, the hospital bed and stuff. And uh, my friends wow. were like, of all the things, like you could, you're going for that. I was like, yes, because I will absolutely smash it. And I did. I had my own business for a small space of time. I loved it, but it was too hard for me to do because of the physical side. And, you know, right. I just, I didn't, I just, I had a dream. I had a vision. I was like, I'm going to go for it. So I just done it. So, so yeah, I've, there has always been this thing, always it. been inside me, you know, just, you just keep going, just keep going forward. I always imagine yeah. myself stepping forward and yeah. if someone joins that path, we walk together forward. I never think, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, always, no, I mean, Karina, forward. this is what I was about to say as well. Like one of the things that I admire about someone is when they are willing to be authentic and real about what they're going through in spite of starting that new business, in spite of, you know, whatever. What I mm. love is that you said, Nina, I don't want to touch on that first of all, I respect that. I don't want to touch on that because I'm still working on it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you are still walking through things with people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're not waiting for you to be a hundred percent, whatever a hundred percent is complete because there is no hundred percent complete. And that's why I keep trying to tell everyone, this is a life journey. This is literally for life. What yeah. you're trying to do is improve yourself from yesterday, whoever you were yesterday, improve yourself 1% today so that you can keep moving forward. Right. Absolutely. And I love that you said, I love that you said that. I love that you were authentic about that. Listen, guys, I'm not 100%, but I'm a lot further along than I used to be. Yes. So if you want to get a lot further along, I can help you with that. And I freaking love that. I just love you. I yeah. You're just like an amazing. It's so important, you know, for because I've heard it so many times, um, but I wasn't so, um, I wasn't where I am now when I was hearing it with people around me. I don't have those people around me anymore. I just don't. I have people right. that are, are like me and we, you know, we push ourselves together. And I don't mind if my friend circle is like on one hand. I would yes. rather have that than be Same. super popular. Like it doesn't, it actually doesn't mean anything to me. I'm very like humble and humbled and very centered. But there's so many times you hear, oh, I do want to do it, but first I need to do that. Or I don't know, after this happens and I'll do that. And I'm just like, yes, I used to be someone that said that, but you can't do that. You can't, right. you, you literally, you can't. And I say that from my experience, because everyone can do what they want. But from my experience, if I sat back and said, actually, I'm going to wait until my therapy is finished, which I, in my head, I thought, oh, it's going to be fine. It'll just be a few weeks. No, right. <laughs> it wasn't a few weeks. <laughs> I was thinking hard work. I was Did like. you really think that? A few weeks? I was like, it'll be, <laughs> you know, my little curious mind was just yeah, like, yeah, I'll so be funny. fine. Um, but yeah, I just, I was doing the therapy. I just didn't study that part of the, you know, what I wanted to do until I got through the processing. Yeah. That was important. It's, you've got, you've got to think, okay, I'm not going to damage me in this process. I need to heal me. So yeah. you've got to make sure you prioritize what you need to do and then you go for it. But you have to take action. You have to take the steps. You can't keep thinking, I'm going to wait. No one waits for anyone. Right. The universe certainly doesn't. Every right. second, we look back and it's already the past, yeah. you know, people yeah. think oh there's yeah. a quote from someone else, you know, you, you think you've got time. It's like, no, we just, you know, we do have time, but we need to use that time to the best of our abilities and right. really enjoy it and have the best quality of life we can and yeah. really interact with the, the world and the universe, you know, see it, but also be part of it, you know, not yeah. just sit back and just only enjoy it. You've got to give back. It's, it's a two way thing.
Yeah. It's like that saying, right? Life is not a dress rehearsal. Yeah. You're not going to get a second chance. I mean, a second life. This is it, right? So you have to be in it to win it. You have to be in it to play your part. And I agree with that 100%. Now, mm-hmm. I want to touch a little bit on your coaching program. So yeah. I want to know, you know, what that's about. Do you work with women and men? How is your program? What does it run? Things like that. Tell me a little bit about yeah. that. Well, definitely. I, I work with all genders, Okay. Yeah. So all genders, there's no limitation um, with, you know, the gender um, crowd. Um, So someone will come to me and just say for yourself, you said about uh, the child abuse. Can I refer to you in this? Yeah, sure. Of course. Okay. So they'll come to me, but usually they come to me because they have an anxiety. They can't sleep. And most of the time it's because they have memories. they, They just can't stop the memories in their head. Like what I had. Mm-hmm. and it's a, movies it's like a movie they just can't stop and every single day it's interrupting their life right so the journey I take th- that person on is first of all there's three parts to it is making sure they're able to feel safe and regulate and then we go into connection they're the three things that you need as part of if you go to any therapist any trauma-based therapist they are the three so-called pillars okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to know that you're safe, but how do how do I make that person feel safe? First of all, I become friends with their nervous system. <laughs> yeah? Awesome. yeah, the nervous system is the part that we need to be friends with in general in our lives, and a lot of the time that's forgotten about. Is that central part of you that has the emotional connection, and you're either connected to it or you're not. And if you're not connected to it, you will know because you just don't feel so good about yourself or you say negative stuff about yourself, that's when you know, okay, there's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. That disconnect comes because there's a part of you that doesn't feel safe. So we need to make sure you feel safe. Mm-hmm. So I basically take for the first part of the journey, I become friends with the nervous system. So I will say, Nina, listen, um, I'm just going to speak to your nervous system right now. Nina's nervous system. So just so you know, when you listen to my voice, this is a safe space. You're safe with me. Nothing goes anywhere else except for in this session. No, then I'll say to you, does that make sense? You'll, you'll respond. And then I'll let them take a deep breath and just kind of regulate. So that's where it starts, okay? Once you get that regulation in place, then I do, I take them into like the, the clients into meditative state so I can connect to them. Because we work on energy. Yeah. yeah and waves okay so i need to connect to the energy and wave it's not it's not um i was gonna say it's it's this is science that i'm doing it's not airy fairy stuff this is actually working with the brain and working right. with the brain once they're able to feel safe and connected yeah i then go into vagus nerve stimulation so when you've got anxiety when you feel overwhelmed there's a certain nerve it kind of starts around here runs down the center of your body um that becomes kind of like it's almost like in flames that's not the right word but that's the easiest way to explain it and a lot of the time you might feel like a throbbing behind your ear or when you get a massage or someone massage you like a partner might massage your head you feel this this really nice relief mm-hmm. it's the vagus nerve that we're stimulating so you feel safe you're able to regulate and the vagus nerve continues to regulate your nervous system so we're working strongly with the nervous system that's awesome yeah then once we've got that then we go into the memories so that comes first we go into the memories again it's all done safely using eft or tft and that's basically tapping on certain parts of the body yeah. 
to, so that we can tap into it. So you've got the tap tapping in, which is different from tapping techniques. They're two separate things. Okay. So we, I do both. Okay. We go into memories, but I join you in the memory. So you're not on your own. I actually, you, it feels like oh, you're not. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's very that's different. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need that help. You really, really yeah. do. Yeah. Because it can yeah, traumatize exactly. you again if you're not doing it Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what happened in my therapy. But my therapist was excellent. Like I got re traumatized, but I, I knew I was strong enough to handle it. Right. So we worked really strongly together. But I go in the memories of that person. Now, this is the bit that's really exciting. So we rewire the brain basically together. Yeah. Okay. So we go into the memory. As you're going into the memory, I look at every micro expression on your face and how you're breathing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at certain points I say, just go back to, just go back a little bit, go back into the room because I want to find the feeder memory. I want to find what's the emotion that's coming through on that very first memory. And you might say, you know, you might say to me, okay, I'll, I'll say to you, have you felt this feeling before, this emotion before? Like, let's just say fear. And you'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I want you to imagine it's your fourth birthday. Just say the trauma happened when you were five. Can you think about it? And you'll say yes or no. Okay, go back a little bit more. Can you remember your third birthday? And I'll just take you back and we find the fear. And it could just be like, there was a, like, I don't know, like a balloon popped and it was a big bang, yeah? And you're so small, you didn't understand what it was and it scared you. So I will detach the emotion from that memory. Then we go back to the traumatic memory. And then in a certain techniques that I then use, which stimulates different parts of the brain. That's amazing. So yeah, yeah, you're able to rewire is what it's called. It's the EMDR protocol, but I use different techniques combined with like rational emotive behavior, um, like dialectal kind of, therapy approaches as well nlp you've got to combine it to make it work because we're humans yeah 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 it's <laughs> one approach right you've That's got right. to come from all angles yeah to, you know go in and make sure that that person's doing some kind of activity it's the whole body it's the whole body that's fantastic and, yeah so that is so yeah good that is so good y'all y'all listening that is so good Rina, that is so good. And the reason I, I mean, I just, I'm, I, as you're talking, I'm just visualizing uh, so many people breaking free, right? Yeah, because, yeah. you know, like my son was telling me earlier today, mom, I don't know why I'm so afraid. I want to start my own business, but I have this inner fear. And I'm like, yeah, because your fear, your, those emotions are outdated. They're outdated. We got to work yeah. on that. You know, because those were things from his past, from his father who never told him he was good enough. He wasn't good enough for anything. Yeah. So every time he wants to do something, he's like, I don't think I'm good enough. And that's an old thought, an old trauma, an old memory. Right. And mm. as I said to him, I said, but you have done so many amazing things up until this point that yeah. that right there is an old thought that's outdated. We have to rewire the brain and mm -hmm. bring you back into who you really are today. And that mm. happens to a lot of us, Karina, right? I mean, there's, there's certain things Absolutely. that trigger you. And then you're like, why do I feel that? Like I do a lot now of self-development work, right? So yeah. I mean, it's been years of it. So now when I, something is like triggering me, I'm like, well, what's up? What's up a second? Hold on. Wait a minute. Mm. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm going to hands on chest in this I'm like, wait, 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 what's going on? Then my friend yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, God. here she goes again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I'll get like, if I just like it, something triggers me and I get like angry all of a sudden. I'm like, hold on a second. Why is that emotion there? 
because yeah. nothing really has an emotion. It's what you attach to the emotion, right? Yeah. There's things that victimize you, of course, but I'm talking about like things that make you angry, things like that. Usually that comes from either fear or, mm -hmm. you know, a place of insecurity or something like that. You know, um, anger, I mean, comes sometimes from yeah, those yeah, yeah. things, you know? It's, um, I was going to say, I've written a few things here. It's, um, that's it. It's about rational awareness. I wanted mm. to make sure I included that in this talk. Um, so I'm just going to take you to that journey I was just telling you about, yeah? Because the last yeah. bit I didn't mention was a connection. So just say your son, for example, is it okay for me to mention? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So just, just say the fear because of the father thing. So just pretend he was on the journey. So he regulates, he can connect. Um, sorry, he regulates, um, he feels safe. Now, the magic happens when we release the memory, okay? Mm -hmm. When we actually detach the emotion. And you, like, he wouldn't know what's happening because I'll just be asking questions and I'll be doing eye movement desensitization, so making him do certain movements with his eyes. Mm -hmm. And I keep saying, I'll do two different techniques depending on what, what he needs. Go back to the memory for me. And at the moment, 100% of people cannot go back to the memory. They, they can't, their brain just can't go back. And it's very easy to get overwhelmed, but if overwhelmed happens because you're excited because you can't go back to it, right. it triggers the wrong pathway. So I've got to make sure they stay calm. I can't get excited because obviously right. I want to be like, yes. Yeah. Um, but I've got to be calm because it's like, right. I know what their life's going to be like without right. that. Right, right. Um, so that, that individual is unable to go back to memory. And then we use a scale of just like, what, how intense is the memory right now? So when they start, it's usually 10 or 15 out of, you know, out of 10. It's usually very high. It's always high, actually. But then it's, it ends up with a one or a two. Yeah. Or they can't go back to it. So Like, it just becomes distorted. Distorted. It's not a movie. It's right. just a picture. Right. And that's when the work's done. So now they can, they're connected to themselves. Sometimes I might need to uh, connect to the inner child. It's so yeah. powerful. I've had couples, like husband and wife, been together for year, like years, how I want to be with my other half. And it's just like disconnected from themselves because their child was severely sick when they were younger. Mm. I reconnected both of them to the birth of their child. So I took them back and they felt the birth of their child, but without the trauma. We took the trauma away from it, the impact of the emotions on their, on their bodies. Yeah. Yeah, their, their stories on Facebook are quite fun now. So it's, it's great, you know. Oh, it's not man. just me. It's like they you've got to put the work in. It's just not it's not just the person like the therapist or the coach. You've got to go away and think, okay, just like when you're working out, okay, my personal trainer will give me this, but I need to make sure I drink enough water, yeah. make sure I'm sleeping on time. You know, you've got to add all the other elements into it. Yeah. Karina, this was such a powerful conversation. I don't even want to end it. I'm like, ah, it's a long episode, but I don't care. Um, it was, no, this was really, you taught me a lot. Um, I learned a lot from you. I really, really, truly enjoyed this. I know that my, um, audience is enjoying this because they are i have a really cool audience i mean they're always active they're always asking questions they're, they that. do all of that i know i love love <laughs> love my audience so uh, before i let you go though i need them to know how to get in contact with you so please let us know like yeah. how we can support you where we can go and look at you know what you're doing how they can work with you things like that drop that on here absolutely so they can Pop, to, uh, pop me an email if they want, if that's the easiest thing to do. Um, Karina at I Make Me Stronger Life Coaching.com. 
Hopefully I didn't say that too fast. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I've got a podcast out as well. Um, There's only one episode at the moment, comes out bi-weekly, and that's called Rewriting Fear to Courage, the Trauma Podcast. And it's it's literally, yeah, it was an idea and I just had to do it. It was just, I had to do it. Um, And it's stories of CBDC and trauma heroes said in their own words. So no interruption by any family members, any of what they, other people think this is them saying their thing in their way so they can say their truth and start their healing journey. It's it's really powerful. It's all different types of trauma, including PTSD. So so yeah, that's the easiest way. Hook hook up on um, Facebook and just send me a DM if that's even easier. Whatever's easy for the the audience, really. You know, we're we're great communicators nowadays, aren't we? So yeah. Are you on IG as well? I am on Instagram. Yeah, Um, Karina underscore Life Coach. Okay. Awesome. This was so good. This was so good. Now I have a I have somebody I want to introduce you to. She is a domestic violence coach. Um, but she's also starting her podcast as well. And, um, she does both Spanish and English audience. And I just think you would be a great guest. If you're looking to be on more podcasts, I think you would be a great guest on her show. Um, she's, she's, she's amazing. Um, and I love what she's doing because she's just starting as well, but, um, she does a lot of these events to help women with trauma with domestic violence that's her that's basically what she works on is the domestic violence piece you know so Mm -hmm. karina i appreciate you i love that you're here on my show really i really really do and if you uh, and this is a a real re-invitation if you ever want to come back on like to talk about maybe a a new system that you're using or something uh, or specific uh, topic you'd like to talk i know my audience would love you back because i know i want you back so (laughs) just know that that's an open invitation Yes, thank you so much. Listening to this podcast, you got oh my gosh, (laughs) so excited! Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best. Okay, I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do, and I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register w i n j e c t dot com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugaredit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added.